Welcome to Simple Money Solutions Podcast, your path to financial independence through deliberate lifestyle choices. My name's Courtney. I'm your host. I'm joined with my co-host Trevor, as well as Jace, and we're back with Thrifting Edition number two. Today, we're talking about thrifting with the seasons. And this sounds like a, I just want to say before we start, I really believe adopting a thrifting lifestyle, I said this in episode, thrifting episode one, I really believe this is a cornerstone of financial independence. If you can adopt the thrifting lifestyle and be comfortable with the idea of thrifting in some aspect of your life, we've learned from in episode one that Jace is big on thrifting clothing. So if you don't have to be thrifting your, your entire life, but if you can adopt a thrifting in some aspect of your life, I really believe this is a cornerstone of financial independence. So if, if you haven't uh, listened to episode one yet, uh, Jace is our resident expert thrifter, passionate about thrifting, and uh, he's back with us for another episode. I know we should let Jace talk. I just want to say one more thing because <laughs> Jace is the subject matter expert when it comes to thrifting. I thought I knew about thrifting. But Jace has lined up a whole bunch of show ideas that we're going to be unf- that are going to be coming up in future episodes, and there are so many layers to thrifting that I I thought I got thrifting, I thought I understood it, but I learned so much from thrifting about Jace. I, I mean, I learned so much about thrifting from Jace that this is this topic is very enlightening. I never even thought of the the concept. So today we're talking about thrifting in the seasons. I mean, I never even thought of that as a is an issue or a concern, but it turns out it is. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, you really, really don't realize how many layers there are to thrifting. You think it's pretty easy. You just walk into a store, you look around, you leave. But, like, if you really want to get good or become an expert at thrifting, like, for me, I had to do it for my work. So it took a a lot of what's the best way to go about this? Like, why can't I find these items? How can I find this cheaper and et cetera, et cetera, you really have to take such a, like a basic concept, like going to a store and break it down into a lot of different details, which is very surprising. Well, I think you kind of summed it up. A lot of people walk into a thrifting store, they'll get frustrated because they don't really know what they're doing. They don't understand the, the science of thrifting. Oh, the science. You, you have to work at it though, right? You, you have to, you just said you can't like if you walked into a Walmart, you can't apply those same shopping philosophies to a thrifting store. No, no, not at all. And you think it would be a lot easier, a lot more basic. You know, you walk in, you go to that section that you like, you look, you don't find anything. Of course, it's going to be frustrating. It, it It's not always that you find something good right out the bat. And with Walmart, typically you can walk in you know your size they have 18 different things of this the same type of shirt you know you're going to find one in your size one that you like and walk out the quality might not be there but you will get exactly what you're looking for which is a huge difference between thrifting and going to a store is you never know what you're going to get thrifting you you really have to enjoy the the process right whereas when you go to Walmart you're you're looking to enjoy the outcome but when you thrift, would you agree you need to enjoy the process more than the outcome? Definitely. I don't think anyone really goes to Walmart with uh, the idea in the back of their head that they're going to enjoy themselves going to Walmart. Usually it's, I'm getting groceries. Oh, I also might need a new shirt. So yeah, let's go over that section. Like Typically, I don't think people go wanting to have fun at Walmart. Hey, maybe some people do. 
th- uh, that might be uh, an interesting thing. But um, for most people going to a thrift store, they're actually going to a thrift store because they enjoy looking through, finding those treasures and, and having a bit of fun while they're there, you know, going with friends or family sometimes can be a really good time. I take uh, a lot of my friends thrifting here and there, and they really enjoy themselves, you know, comparing what we found, what treasures we got. I know this isn't the, the O-line, I know this isn't the, the, <laughs> uh, the topic of the, the episode, but I'd just like to dive into this little, just little nugget for a second. And if somebody did enjoy the act of going to Walmart, <laughs> just say that person exists. I think they do exist. Probably, yeah. And, and they like going to Walmart to find a bargain. Right, that's what they get out of going to Walmart. How how would you help that person transition to thrifting? Like, wh- what would you say to them in selling them on the idea of thrifting? Well, I mean, if you're going to Walmart to to find a bargain, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for food at cheap prices, don't go thrifting. If you're looking for <laughs> uh, good quality clothing at cheap prices, then a hundred percent go thrifting. Even if you're looking for appliances, like I've found. Bodums and, and French presses that are in perfect condition, sometimes new in box at thrift stores where, you know, you'd go to Walmart or even another store and you'd be paying over $100 for that item. Uh, so it, it really depends. It depends on what the person's looking for. If they just want cheap deals, check out a thrift store. You would be surprised sometimes what you find there. It blows my mind sometimes the things I find and purchase because of how good the deal is and how good the quality of the item was blows my mind that people would get rid of it in the first place but it happens and i'm thankful for the people who do get rid of those high quality items because then other people can benefit from it i love the passion you you talk with when you talk about thrifting it really comes (laughs) through but you're going to notice a common theme in all of these thrifting episodes is i'm going to ask you to sell thrifting to the common person every episode i'm going to ask you to do that and you do it with with such conviction and passion that you make me want to wake up tomorrow morning and go thrifting so thank hey you. we spent the last two days thrifting on and off so <laughs> i got i got my practice in so jace i want to go back to what you said uh, a little while earlier and you said that you sometimes leave or you can leave thrift stores disappointed when you don't find anything you like. And why I'm excited for today's episode is that I find the complete opposite. At least that was my strategy when I first started thrifting. I would go into a thrift store and there, and it's an absurd amount of, of things there, whether it's in a specific item like a t-shirt or uh, coffee cups. There, there are a crazy amount of each. And I think the opposite phenomenon actually happens to maybe inexperienced thrifters who, who don't go in with a strategy such as thrifting with the seasons and that you kind of just like everything you see it's and it's a little bit I find worse than Walmart because Walmart there are only so many varieties and like you said each variety has yeah, just sizes and that's about all the variety you get but with with thrifting there's 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 a limitless uh, not identical selection to choose from so I hope this episode kind of maybe actually keeps us more focused on on and, and not get overwhelmed by the selection. Well, I can definitely touch on that point there um, a little bit. So most inexperienced thrifters, and I mean, I see this all the time, is you'll go into a thrift store and you'll walk by the the caches and you'll see people paying almost $150, $200 for this huge pile of clothes. Now, those people are typically 
the inexperienced thrifters, the ones who go in, they're just looking for a good deal. They're grabbing any brand that they recognize that fits them, maybe looks nice, and they're running out the doors with it being like, oh my God, I, I spent $200 for 18 pairs of shirts and three pairs of pants and whatever, whatever. But one pair of pants would have been $200 at some high-end brand store. So those people are the people who are going in, no experience, and they're just seeing amazing deals left, right, and center. And that's a great thing. That's a great thing to get people into the store and get interested in it. But once you have become that person who's going enough that you're starting to be like, okay, you know, I can be picky i can be choosy with the, the brands i'm looking for the fit i'm looking for my own personal style and then you kind of go farther from there and you just break it down like i basically when i go thrifting i only buy patagonia now <laughs> and it's very very rare that i will walk out of a weekend without finding at least one item of patagonia that fits me really well or that i really like so like Applying these different skill sets, I guess I'll call them, that I've learned over thrifting for X amount of years, months, days, I, I've learned that you can almost always go in and still leave happy. But typically it's the people who aren't super enthusiastic when they're going there day one that will leave unhappy because they, one, may not see the exact item that they thought they might be finding which is not a good thing. You typically don't want to have one item in mind that you're looking for because then a lot of the time you will be disappointed. So would you say you've kind of, if you go into a thrift store and you come out empty-handed, you are probably have refined your thrifting skills. Is that a fair statement? In in some case, I mean, I, I still walk out of some thrift stores empty-handed, but that's because I know that I'm looking for let's say a brand name in specific, not not necessarily an item in specific. I'm looking for this brand or I'm looking for just organic clothing like Toad & Co, Patagonia, uh, sometimes Royal Robins. Like I'm looking for specific things for my wardrobe and I'm very, very particular. Also being a minimalist, I'm very particular about what I do buy. So for me, I'm a little bit of an exception. I will happily walk out of a thrift store without buying anything because I know, oh, you know what? Maybe at the next one, I'll find exactly what I'm looking for. Or I'll find something close to what I have in mind. So so that does mean, though, that you have refined your style. You are a lot more specific and focused, like Trevor said. Exactly. But in, in the sense, too, like I'm also more confident with my thrifting. So I'm not going to get disappointed to the point where I'm not going to want to go thrifting again. But someone who's inexperienced might constantly you know i'm looking for a vacuum cleaner and i went to every single value village in the city and i couldn't find a good vacuum cleaner that person may get disappointed because they may have gone to six value villages but they didn't find exactly what they're looking for it's really you have to go in with an open mind you have to go in understanding that you may not find a vacuum cleaner but hey let's look at the shoes let's look at the jackets like maybe i will find something that I like a lot, or maybe I will find something that is I'm in need of, or is really interesting or cool, something that really suits me as a person. So having that bit more of an open mind and less so of a specific mind is definitely the first step to approaching thrifting as a new 
person to thrifting, basically. Now, what do you say to the concept? So I've noticed going into Value Village stores that they have really upped the price on the brands like Patagonia. Ooh. But I've also gone into other other thrift stores where they they're not treating brands differently. It's a, a shirt is a shirt, and if it's if they're a buck ninety nine, it doesn't matter if it's Patagonia or Walmart brand. It's the same price. Is that my uh, imagination or are you seeing that as well? No, no, it's definitely, um, it's a bit of both. So it's hit and miss, I find. So a lot more of the thrift stores are kind of catching on to the idea of brand names matter. So even the smaller ones that around here anyways, that used to do that, where it was just all shirts were $2 or all shirts were $3, they are starting to pick out the good brands now and they have uh, created boutique sections. So some of the ones that we go to didn't have boutique at all. It was not even a concept. And now most of the thrift stores in our area have boutique sections. Uh, And then the big value villages, they just up the price and throw it on the shelf with the rest of this stuff. So like today, for example, I uh, thrifted a pair of Patagonia hiking boots and they were $20, which is very high for boots at a thrift store but for value village now it's become very normal most of their boots there are either 10 or 15 or 20 dollars and the other day i found this pair of uh keen work boots and they were really banged up and they were asking 59 dollars for them for a used pair of steel toe boots that were like destroyed and they were still asking because the brand name itself was a good brand name even though the quality wasn't there in the boot anymore so it really depends on the thrift store you're going to. That's, and again, that's from, I'm guessing, months and years of, of experience thrifting. So this uh, today's episode is specifically focused around seasons. And Jason, when we talk about seasons, we can, I, we can talk about both the seasons of the year, but also the seasons of our life. So, I mean, when we think about seasons, we, we could maybe maternity, if, if you're in, in that season of your life, there's, there's a lot that we can go through. But are, what are we really focusing on during uh, this specific episode? Uh, definitely. So the kind of idea that I have with thrifting with the seasons is first I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory. So I live in Canada, we all live in Canada, and the way I see the seasons in Canada is you have four very distinct seasons. I know it's not always like that all over the world. Uh, sometimes the seasons, you know, are very mild. You don't see the change, but for us you see very distinct change. So it, it is summer when it's summer. It's spring when it's spring, it's fall when it's fall, and it's winter when it's winter. It is beautiful, and it is exciting, and I love the seasons. I love that change. I love the change of temperature. I love the rain. I love the snow. I love all of it. So for me, when I'm thrifting with the seasons or thrifting against the seasons, I really notice the weather outside. I notice the change. I understand what affects that and when it comes down to the thrifting side of it i now know after going through you know four or five seasons of doing this i know how the thrift stores also react to the change of the seasons which is really interesting Um, so we're gonna hit on some pros and cons that i've noticed for that whole change of the seasons that happens while thrifting 
So the two pros and two cons we're going to go through today. So to start with pros, the first pro is that we save money on off-season goods. Definitely. So one of the things that Value Village specifically will do is when you walk into a Value Village, let's say uh, it's fall and you're walking in there, you're going to go in there and you're going to see all the new jackets that they've lined out and you're going to see tons of sweaters and you're going to see long sleeves and they specifically a lot of them anyways um, will specifically move the jacket racks and the sweaters to the first two racks you see let's say you're walking into the men's section the first two of the typical route people walk in there is going to be jackets and then it's going to be sweaters and then it'll kind of slowly taper off into jeans and then at the very end you'll find the off-season goods. So at the very end, you'll find usually a shelf of athletic wear or a shelf of uh, swim trunks, um, short sleeve plaids, overshirts kind of things. You'll find all those. And typically, I've noticed, you'll go and you'll find them and they'll actually be cheaper than they would be in the summer, even if it's a good brand. So that for our pro number one is one of the the things i've noticed at least with value village and uh, some of the smaller ones like salvation army will do this as well but you can typically get an off-season item slightly cheaper than on on season so would this go for if you're buying say used sporting goods or have you noticed it in that realm as well sometimes you'll you'll see sporting goods like uh i've I found recently, actually, I found uh, a really nice weight bar and I've seen a few of them before in the summertime at Value Villages and they are usually $20 now for the really nice steel weight bars. I found this one and it was $5.99. So I don't know if maybe they just mispriced it, which definitely happens a lot of the time too. If they get a new person in the back, some things that maybe are good brand names, you'll end up finding like really cheap or like I guess the normal price instead of a higher price. But I believe that a lot of the time they will lower things because they don't want to have this excessive stock of summary type items kicking around the store. So they do want to move that a little bit quicker, especially in the winter and especially in the fall when those type items aren't going to sell very quickly. So to thrift in the off season, if you went to a department store it's really not an option, right? For clothing, you can't go and shop for summer clothes in Walmart in January. It's just, that's not a choice you can make because they, they just don't stock that stuff on their floor. So I guess thrifting, it gives you an opportunity to shop in the off season where you can't even really do that in regular retail. No, like sometimes in regular retail stores, um, like if for, for me, I, I go to like... Um, Bush Taka or Mac or, you know, some of those those sporting uh, good stores or camping stores. Now, what they'll actually do is they'll set up racks and bins. So right at the changeover of a season, um, whether going from summer to fall kind of thing, they'll set up a bunch of bins, discontinue a bunch of summer stuff, have it on good prices. And then once it's cleared out, they will only stock fall stuff or they'll only stock winter stuff after that. So a lot of stores so kind of like a shoulder season. Yeah, the a lot of stores will have that maybe period of 2 weeks with this huge clear out and people go crazy and buy a bunch of stuff and then 
they're left with just their what they want in stock, just their fall stuff. Now that's very typical in retail stores, but let's say you're mid-winter, typically, yeah, you can't go in and find swimming trunks at Mech in the middle of the winter. You're going to find winter clothes. You're going to find fall clothes. You're going to find those typical things, and they're going to be basic markup prices. They're not going to be cheap. They're not going to be discounted at all. Um, Now, with thrifting in the off-season, one of the benefits is, let's say you're going on a trip, you know, down south, somewhere warm, you can go into that very back aisle of the thrift store and find some really high quality stuff for cheap and cheaper than it normally even would be at a thrift store. Earlier when I said you need to be, you need to enjoy the process, not the outcome. So to to th- go thrifting for off-season clothing, clearly you, you're not going there wanting a pair of shorts or a t-shirt in January. So you really... It, do you would agree that it's really important to enjoy the thrifting process when you're shopping off season as opposed to the thrifting outcome? Definitely. Yeah. Like you really have to enjoy like searching for something that is not in season. And we'll get into that. That's one of the points that I have later on. Um, but you, te- you typically you have to be someone who really enjoys thrifting to one, listen to these, <laughs> these podcasts and two, really enjoy the process of thrifting enough to um you know actually spend that time and that effort and that dedication on finding these items i really do enjoy this this first pro because i never would have guessed that this was the case i just i assume that things get tagged and then then they just get maybe relocated throughout the store i never would have thought that the they kind of squish out the tags just to simply move inventory at a faster pace throughout the off season. So that's that's a really great point. Experienced it today actually when a couple icebreakers and they were six or seven dollars instead of normally being fifteen or twenty because they were in the activewear section. So a lot of things like that they'll actually drop in price. Very true. So the second pro is finding things that no one are, is looking for. So what I mean by uh, the second point, finding things that no one is looking for, comes back to that idea of not wanting to thrift in the off season for those items. So typically people will go in in winter or fall and they're going to be looking for sweaters and jackets. That's usually what people will have on their mind because when they step outside, it's cold and they're wanting more sweaters and jackets of higher quality or good quality or Christmas sweaters, et cetera, et cetera. So with this point number two, finding things that no one is looking for, a lot of the time people won't hit those back two aisles, the athletic wear, the sports wear, the sports items, swim trunks, et cetera, et cetera. People just won't go back there or won't even think to go and look back there. Well, and to another point is it's it could be like a, I go through my closet and when I when I get through the summer I'm I'm getting rid of things I'm getting rid of summer wear at the end of summer that say I didn't I notice I didn't wear it so maybe more people are discarding summer clothes at the end of summer they'll end up in the thrift store when nobody's looking for them and you'll be the person cashing in on on the 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 new inventory 100% and actually what happens a lot too is at the end of summer if let's say you know people didn't have a, a good summer where they were working out and whatnot they'll actually 
end up getting rid of a lot of stuff that's too small for them because let's say they've put on weight going into the fall, you know, Thanksgiving, all those big meals and whatnot. So they'll end up dropping off stuff that's too small for them, but they won't think to actually go and pick up more stuff for later on. They won't think to replace the items that they got rid of because they're just looking forward to getting rid of their summer stuff to pick up more fall stuff and et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's something that typically happens too is you'll, you'll see a lot of people dropping off uh, pre-season stuff, but they're not replacing it at all. And I, I know even, I'm sure everyone else does this too, but when the che- seasons do change, uh, I know to your point, Trevor, you'll kind of pull everything out of your closet and replace it with uh, kind of a new fresh maybe season. If you have that kind of extensive of wardrobe, I know, I know I do, but uh, all my big sweaters will go in. And at that point when I'm adding them back into my closet, I'll kind of do a little bit of minimalizing as I, as I kind of squidge out the two wardrobes. So I think that's, that's a, that's a great point. So those are the two pros for why thrifting with the seasons are beneficial. And we also have two cons lined up as well. Uh, so so Jace, let's, let's lead into the first con. Uh, con number one is that the sections are slim and unorganized. So with this con, it can be true and it can be false. So it really depends. In our area, we have maybe 15 thrift stores all in all. Um, typically on a weekend, I'll hit about six or seven of them. And those are the ones that I'm, I'm used to going to. So I can, I can recognize, um, when I walk in, I go to the off season area and I can see, well, sometimes there's a lot of items. Usually it's in that, that moment where we're talking about that preseason switch off where, you know, it's still kind of summer, but people are getting rid of their summer stuff that doesn't fit them and they're going into getting their new fall stuff and they're dropping off that stuff. Sometimes you'll walk in and there will be a lot of summer stuff and then that's why they put it down a little bit cheaper and they're trying to clear it out so that they can bring in more fall stuff. Kind of the same as a department style, uh, store style where they try and clear out the summer items. Now, uh, what also happens is after those few first weeks where that seasonal changeover happens, you'll walk in and I found this with about three or four of the value villages in our area. You'll walk in and what they've done is they've just scooped up all of the short sleeve button ups and they've thrown them all on a shelf, one rack together. They've not organized them by size, by color, nothing. They've just thrown them on there and they've done this with the shorts. They've done this with the swimming trunks. They've done this with the athletic wear and they've just put those kind of four little groups off in that last two rows and ignore them just until next year. So a lot of the time that happens and you really have to be dedicated to flipping through each and every one of those now because they're not even organized by size to find those gems you really have to search through and sometimes I'll come across like a Patagonia I'll be like super excited and then I'll look and it's an extra extra large and I'm just like ah if that was only a small you know but it happens and you you have to just kind of keep drudging through and then keep looking through and be dedicated to finding those good deals. I would I like to put a little bit of a pro spin on this con in that if you are willing to go through that unorganized pile of clothing, it being unorganized, it's going to deter anybody else from going through that process. So if you have the time and the energy, you will have quite the selection to choose from. Definitely. Yeah. And you know what? None of these are really horrible cons i would say 
um, a lot of them are just kind of annoying uh, after a while. So, you know, it, it is good to, to go and do that. And someone who goes to like six or seven thrift stores on a weekend like myself may just after the last two might not want to keep doing that, but it is worth it. It's super, super worth it because I've found off-season gems for super cheap prices and it has made it extremely worthwhile for me to actually have gone and, and done that. Um, even if it is tiresome, even if it's a little little repetitive, it, it is really, really worth it to actually go and, and do that. You know, Courtney kind of alluded to thrifting through the seasons, and we talked about the you know the four seasons, but also thrifting through the seasons of your life. This, on the surface, may sound very time-consuming and, and maybe not something with you know, a husband, wife, and three young children would maybe have the time to dedicate to thrifting out of season because it does require a little more time and effort. But someone who's, you know, young with no children and no, maybe, you know, you're just renting an apartment, you don't have any sort of housing uh, chores to be done, then, you know, you might have more time. Or if you're an empty nester, you may have more time on your hands to do thrifting off season. So to Courtney's point, thrifting in seasons of your life is something to take into consideration when you're considering thrifting off season. For sure, for sure. Uh, I find I find though that it's it's really important to 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 think about so let's say you're you're going in and you do have two kids and and a wife and let's say you've brought them with you taking that extra half hour or that extra hour in the thrift store what is it actually worth, right? In in what you do find. So so let's say you do have kids and you want to get them higher quality clothing and you do want to take that little extra time to even go through the kids section in the off season stuff and, you know, find stuff for six months down the road or two months down the road for them. Taking that little bit of extra time in that moment might save you a lot of money down the road when let's say that pair of swim shorts now isn't $2 for your kid, it's $8 for your kid. So what what is the time worth for you while you're there to take that extra few minutes or extra hour to go through properly and, and, and find things that, that might be actually saving you money in the long run? You know what I mean? So like for myself, for example, I don't have kids, so I can't relate to that, but I've been looking for a pair of summer boots right now in the fall and I actually found that Patagonia pair of hiking shoes and I'm going to use those as my summer boots coming up so now finding that is only $20 let's say when it was summertime or becomes summertime that probably would have been 30 or $40 instead but because it's a summer shoe instead of a winter boot the winter boots are all more expensive right now they're 20 Twenty dollars to thirty or forty dollars, sometimes more expensive. Like they had a Danier leather boot there that was that was almost sixty-five dollars at Value Village. So finding that that item that you know you might need down the road will save you time and money. Currently, not having to search for it when everyone else is searching for it. I guess it's enjoying the the process and the outcome at the same time. 
So the second con we're going to talk about, this is second final con. So two pros, two cons. The second con is fighting the mood. So JC kind of alluded to uh, that you're going to get to this point when you're earlier in the show. But what does this involve? If you take a look at any season, there's always this great atmosphere to it. So if you think about spring, you're thinking about regrowth, you're thinking about bright colors, you're thinking about flowers and birds chirping, rain. You're thinking about things that are nice and happy and bright. You take summer, you're thinking about time outside, you're thinking about beach wear, you're thinking about all those things that go along with that. You think about Christmas, winter, fall, Thanksgiving. You always have this sense of the seasons with you. At least I do, and I can I'm gonna talk about that for a little bit. So when those seasons come, I'm a big season guy. I love celebrating the change of the seasons. So when fall hits, first day of fall, all the fall decor goes up, changing the house, everything, making it feel like that season is very important to me. You know, summer comes, same thing, winter, Christmas, etc. So having that mentality is very, very typical, I'd like to believe, for a lot of people. So when you go thrifting, believe it or not, you're going to have that mentality in the back of your head. You're going to think, okay, you know, it's fall right now. I want some orange sweaters. I want orange plaids. I'm looking for browns and, and leafy colors. You're not looking for those, you know, brighter colors. You're not looking for, let's say, those more Christmassy reds and greens. You're looking for what's in season right now. You're looking for light jackets. You're looking for heavy sweaters, et cetera, et cetera. Same, same goes for Christmas. You're looking for thicker jackets. You're looking for reds and greens, nice colored scarves and Christmas sweaters. So, I got to say, for for someone that really enjoys the seasons, such as myself, it's extremely hard for me to go in there and shop off-season. So that's one of the, the big cons is, is fighting the mood, fighting that really nice, warm, and happy mood that each of these different seasons puts you in and going and looking at stuff for the other season. It can be very difficult. So I, I guess thrifting requires effort to start with, and this is taking thrifting to another level is going to require even more effort to really utilize this off-season strategy. Definitely, yeah. And a lot of people I don't think have even thought about separating those those seasons, thrifting, and their moods that go with them. You know, most people probably won't want to go and drudge through shorts in the middle of winter. They just don't feel like it or they just won't want to. But I definitely find it super valuable and super important to to go and do that because you really do find good gems in the off season and there's so much cheaper than normal. It makes it really, really worthwhile in the long run. I know me and my son, I, this is going back a couple of years ago, we were in a thrift store and there was a Eddie Bauer fleece sweater. It was in the summer we were in this store and I remember... I looked at the sweater and I, I thought, well, I'll walk around the store and if I still like that sweater, when I come back around, I'll take it. And so I walked around the store, I come back around and the sweater was gone. I says, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. And lo and behold, my son bought that sweater, <laughs> stole it right from under my under my nose. And he humble bragged about his sweater all summer long, which, you know, <laughs> he didn't wear it in the summer, but 
I could appreciate the the concept of, of shopping off season. That sweater wouldn't have lasted, you know, 10 minutes in uh, the fall. But in the summer, that I mean, the sweater was going to sit there all day. But it really takes an open mind. But the one thing you can't do is it's hard to get excited or do humble brags about your 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 thrifting finds in the off season. It's hard to go and say to your thrifting buddies, look at these winter boots I got in July. You know, n- nobody's going to be excited about that except no, you. Yeah. yeah, and they won't understand too a lot of the time, for sure. It, it You really do have to have such an open mind when it comes to thrifting in general. And especially with the topic thrifting with the seasons, you really do have to have an open mind of thrifting in the off season. But, you know, one thing I, I will attest to is... There is a lot of good stuff if you do thrift in season as well. So typically, I find with Value Villages, Salvation Armies, I feel like they almost hold back seasonal things and they wait to release them until that season because you'll go in and you'll see just a ton of jackets and a ton of sweaters coming out like as soon as fall hits or as soon as winter hits. You'll see those things become more and more prevalent and... I don't I don't think people really donate more of their winter stuff or fall stuff in those seasons. It's possible. Um, but I have a feeling that they actually hold back some things for the next season. So it is also, I find, very valuable to thrift in season too. But don't forget thrifting off season. So don't forget to take a look at everything that that thrift store has to offer and keep an open mind with every part of the store and just go and check everything out. It's super, super important, super valuable. So that brings us to the end of today's episode on thrifting with the seasons. We discussed the pros and the cons. We'll have both of the pros and the cons list in the show notes. You can refer back. If there's any other pros or cons that you find valuable when it comes to thrifting with the seasons, we'd love to add on to this list. You can always reach out to us at livelifesimple365 at gmail.com through our website, livelifesimple.ca or at all times as well through our Facebook and our Instagram at livelifesimple. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Jace, for another thrifting edition um, episode two. We we like to release our thrifting edition episodes about once a month. So look forward to the next one, which will be coming soon with another great topic inspired by Jace's real life experience. On that note, thanks again for being with us. We can't wait to have you back next month with a brand new thrifting edition episode. Until then, keep it simple.